Triple E. Tony Triple E. God, it feels like forever. I know. Since we've done a There's podcast. There's so much to catch up on. I have a, I have props down here that I haven't even brought out uh, to show you. Now, the last podcast we did, we actually recorded on uh, Sunday, May 10th. Right. And here we are. It's now Sunday, May 10th. <laughs> And we're doing another one. <laughs> Time flies, doesn't it? Gosh, yeah. it's just I don't know even where yeah. to start. Wow. So well, we let's start? start with the Amazing Race finale, which we which watched was recently. Yeah, it was tonight. I was pleased because my I think my favorite character of the six remaining, which was uh, what's the name? Tammy. Your favorite character, whose, whose name, name I, I do not know. I like Tammy, uh, the Asian girl. Her and her, her she and her brother. Her Victor, brother Victor, who won it. we think is gay. He seems a we're little pretty gay. sure. No, he seems a lot gay right. actually. Um, um, he is so gay and Asian, I may have had sex with him. Right. That's pretty gay and Asian. But I, I love his thing at the end where he talked about how he was really able to bust out of sort of his emotionally repressed patterns. And Well, uh, yeah. And he really was like, I really wanted to go on The Amazing Race to surprise people yeah. and to show a different side of me, which is sort of like – yeah, but you won. Yeah, you're so still an overachiever. All those people that yeah. think of you as just an Asian who works hard and excels at everything. Yeah. And now you go on The Amazing Race and win it. Yeah, you've really stepped you really outside. Of, you really it's a whole new him. you, Victor. Yeah. yeah. Hardly knew ye. I hardly knew girl. you, too. I loved Mike White on that show and his dad, though. I they were great. Lasted longer, so. They were great. And those bitches, those redheaded bitches, yeah. cheerleader girls. The most horrible were, one. I think they were, I think one was really bad and one was okay. Like... Horrible and horribler. Okay, hor- if we're starting at horrible, if we're baselining yeah. at horrible, but you can't say one was okay. Yeah, but one was way. One worse was than a the cunt, other. and one was a cunt with a capital cunt, C. Cunt and Cunter was the name yeah. of the movie. Yeah, Cunt and Cunter. Um, so God, we should pitch that. I know we should. Although you know. Oxygen, yeah, Lifetime, <laughs> yeah. 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 Bad Girls Club. Oprah. Oprah has a network yeah. now. Uh, speaking of Oprah, we've got to talk about Elizabeth Edwards. That interview. It's chilling. My oh bones my are gosh. still rattling. They That was done. That looked like a normal house. That was a house of cards that oh Oprah was sitting Oh, my God. In. And Oprah's face <laughs> really, really needs that lighting that they have in the Opratorium. Like, yeah. I don't know what she spent on that lighting. She looks amazing in the Opratorium. It was a bargain at twice the price. Yeah. Because when you see Oprah anywhere but in the Opratorium, it is like, God damn, woman. Yeah. She had bags under her eyes and whatever. But, man, gosh, Elizabeth. Whenever you feel – I was feeling a little freaked out it's about my life and my work. And, you know, whatever. Whenever you feel you got problems and then you watch Elizabeth Edwards and you're like, you know what? I'm not, I'll take what I got. I – uh yeah. Well, you were sitting here because it was Thursday, the day that you got home. I was. And so you were sitting here like doing emails and you weren't really glued to the screen right. for the first like six to eight minutes. Right. And at first, you know, you're really like, this is really, you know, it's sad. This was a woman who was married to this guy for 30 years, who is a really handsome man and yeah. who – as much as the press is always, you know, people have really liked her. There's always been a fondness for her. Yeah. It's always sort of been the thing that no one is saying is that he's really attractive and she's maybe not as attractive. And they've always sort of the implication has been like, oh, he loves her so much. He's so in love right. with her. And he sees the special thing that we all see. Even though she's homely. Like that's sort of the part, yeah. the asterisk is even though she's homely. Yeah. I never, I don't think never, she's as homely as no, you think. No, I don't think she's, but I yeah. feel like that's the press. Their attitude has always been like, what a good man he is. He loves her so much. Right. Even though she's homely. You know. Oh, and he's so devoted a family man. And so then to find out about this affair, you really yeah. are like, oh, this poor woman. It's so sad. And then – so you're really with her. Yeah. And then it just turns in an instant. Right. 
It was kind of you got the and feeling that you put the computer that, down. You yeah. came and sat next to me on the comedy it was couch. Too much. It was like what the what just happened? You you got the feeling that Elizabeth Edwards said, "You know what? Emotionally, I'm not really up to do this interview or this book. I need another five years to process." But guess what? Don't have the time. Yeah, the book comes out and Friday. I may be dead, and it, you know I've got cancer. So get Oprah box. on. The, she probably got a burn box. Well, uh, so I guess if you write a book, you yeah. don't really need a burn now, her box. Bur- yeah, exactly. Uh, she, you know, so um, she got Oprah on the horn, and she had her over, and then there there was that awkward moment with John Edwards in the hall, and yeah, that was terrible. That oh. was ter- terrifying. But the thing is, is that you're really with her, and you're like, oh, I feel so bad for her, and she's really processing this, and she's still pain, still in pain, and she's still working through. And then Oprah asks the the other woman yeah. whose name we're not allowed to say, right. Um, and then Oprah goes, and why, why was it that was your one request was that we don't say the woman's name? And Elizabeth Edwards starts to get really kind of frantic and her eyes yeah. are darting around the room and it's like she just like, I don't know, did a bump or something yeah. when they were tied on Oprah's face baggage. Yeah. And and she's like, what? well, I, you know what? I mean, my husband is a celebrity and a famous politician. And if this woman wants to be in his spotlight, then um, then this woman is going to have to do more than just, you know, uh, destroy our family and destroy my life. Because yeah. I'm not going to go around and um, saying uh, her name on the Oprah show and she can't be in his spotlight. And it was she really kind of Samantha Harrisy. Right. And so you're like, well, that's strange. And she, and, and she was, her attitude toward this uh, this other one was really like – you know, justifiably hostile, but also a little nuts. Like, well, I've never met anyone of that caliber. Really? I don't know you any never, people like that. You've never met, like, a those blonde climber? Of, yeah. Yeah? Never? Really? Well, like, Not in D.C. Uh, oh, and when Oprah asked about the baby, that's right. when she really went to crazy. That was the down. next step. And then uh. Oprah says, I will be Oprah. Okay. As per usual. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the Oprah says, well, the other woman has a baby. Um, do you, you know? Don't want to know about it. Don't care. Yeah. Well, what the, do you know if the nah. baby is John's? Is Not John? Don't care. Don't want to know. Well, you What's obviously it doesn't have anything to do with my life. Don't want to know. No. Don't well, care. no, but I mean, because if John nah, is baby. the father, blah, 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 blah. no. But no. don't you think if John is the father, you have a little to... lamb, little lamb, little It's crazy. Lamb. Elizabeth yeah. Edwards is literally like, well, it's got nothing to do with yeah, me. Why, that's not information I need. Why would I need to know that, Oprah? I don't even need that. Why but would he I... was holding the baby on his lap. Yeah, lots of politicians do that. They, 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 <laughs> holding babies. No, but there's a picture so, of him uh, holding the baby after midnight uh, in the hotel that's basement. That's they do fundraisers. <laughs> Haven't you ever been to a uh, midnight rockin' fundraiser, Oprah? In the basement of the Beverly Wilshire? Yeah, and you know what? Those things are half babies, believe it or not. <laughs> Babies love a good midnight fundraising rave. Come it was on, so, yeah, it was really weird. Tom? Back to you, Tom. <laughs> so it was really uncomfortable. And you know what? I like Elizabeth Edwards a lot. I admired her. And I I shifted after this. I mean, I you know, you can't turn on her. Well, and then now. what's the name of the book? Resilience. Which is kind of after that interview, yeah. you're kind of like, mm, yeah. lowercase r. <laughs> yeah, lowercase r. Although, you know what? I hate when people do lowercase titles and they make you pick a different font and there's a play on Broadway right now like Reasons to be Pretty and it's all in lowercase. Better not get it wrong. Well, what about title of show? Isn't yeah, that like the, it's a bracket, bracket and thing. then there's this and, and if you don't... That's a little fussy too. But if you saw the show, it really... 
you know, they talk about that sure. whole thing, and it makes a lot more sense. And I love that show, by the way. I saw so many plays in Broadway. Do you want to see the? Uh... Well, let's talk about shows that you've seen. That was okay. a really natural segue. Then. I know. Look, here's in the Heights. But I here's love the that. thing: you and me are totally different because I did not pay full price for a single ticket when I was in New York because I didn't have the I didn't have the funds. But you like a nice, good seat. Well, I have to be upfront. Yeah, I, have I to was be... all about half price, and uh, well, I, I want half lotteries. price also. Yeah, and lottery. Yeah, I want I all that. And actually, I had pretty good seats at most of the things I saw, but I did not. I couldn't afford full price for anything. So, in the Heights, I loved it. I love it. Have I you love seen the, it. No, but it's full of ethnics, and I'm just. I would love to, and I just. I know that I would be. Yes. Toe tapping and. Um, it's one of those shows that I've had this experience a few times with shows where, like in Spring Awakening, I did it where I just started crying, and it wasn't even the sad part. There was something about the music and the humanity and the beauty of it all it just made me cry. Wow, so, you're so yeah, resilient. I know. August Osage County. Yeah, uh, Diane, that's coming here. With um, Estelle Parsons was in mm-hmm. it and great. And um, West Side Story. And Espanola. I, the pause is for when I hold up the program. Yeah, which the you can't playbills, see. Which you can't see, but it's really neat and that I And I don't even them. care to. Yeah. Um, I, got the, I won the lottery for this where you enter the ticket lottery and um, Eddie Shapiro and I. And I mm-hmm. went to it. But the West Side Story was pretty good, but it was like uh, – it was watching – it wasn't like watching a story. It was like watching a museum piece of West but Side Cody Story. But Cody Green. Cody Green from um, Shut Up and Dance was Riff. Yeah. And he's a good singer. He's yeah. He's a solid singer. He's good at everything. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. And, but it was all about Anita. Anita rocked it out. Um, hair, not crazy about it. Yeah. I, well, I don't like the show. Yeah. I don't really – you know, and right. you like guys with long hair and that whole aesthetic. Yes. And yet, what about the penises? Uh, well, here's the one penis I wanted to see was not um, positioned in a good place. He was stuck behind some, you know, Raphaelite beauty. I wanted to see uh, the guy that plays Bender. Is that his name, Bender? Don't ask me, uh, but it would be... The main, like, hippie guy. You would want to see that penis to see if it matches the name. Yeah, that's true. And, um, yeah, but I, know, he what was else? tucked away... Uh, don't but I want to say about <laughs> exactly. I do want to say about hair. The the cast was so committed and into it, but there's something really kind of like cringy about watching like a bunch of twenty something yeah. dancer singers pretending to be high. They're like doing a lot of. I hate people pretending and, to be high. I hate when they smoke that fake herbal yeah. shit on stage and it smells weird. Yeah, everyone's like, I just saw Ain't Misbehaving. Yeah, which is here at the Amundsen right oh, now. Wow. And, you know, but of course I'm in, you know, my seats are in the second row. So I'm like right up there. I had a 400 pound black woman literally wink at me and go, nice teeth. Just during the show. Nice teeth. All right. And I was like, you, "You, this is how you know you're getting too tan because I've been spending a lot of time outside and I, when, this is how you know you're too tan. I will never have this problem because I don't. This is how I know I'm too tan. (laughs) I went to see Ain't Misbehaving. Right. And I was sitting in the dark theater right and a black person on stage told me i had nice teeth i was like i have an african-american lady telling me all she could see for me in the audience was my teeth in the dark saying that that's all she could see she was saying that you have but it was really like and she had no idea that i was wearing white gloves and had a tambourine so it was really like that was just from the from the stage, what she could see. I'm just gonna. Here's bring another up the racist next, yeah, thing wow. that I would like to say. No. I am about to do a movie with Doug Spearman, who's right. black. Right. And he's a very talented blackter who was on Noah's Ark right. on Logo, and and he's just a dear friend, and I love him so much. And he wrote this great 
really, really great movie that we're going to do called Hot Guys with Guns. And we're supposed to start shooting the movie in July. Excellent. And he said to me, we got the funding. Yay, the movie's a go. We start shooting in July. I need you to lose 10 to 15 pounds. All right. Now, I have said that I have a big ass for years. And people always poo-poo it. and like, oh, no, your ass is fine. You're fine. I now have the proof that I have a big ass because a black man told me I needed to lose 15 pounds. Wow. Because my ass is too big. Because the camera adds. He's well, just trying I'm to, just he wants saying to break I feel validated. Right. That's very exciting, though. That's exciting. You'll have to keep us updated on that. Of course I will. It's very good. Um, here's a few more playbills. The Cripple of Inishman, which is a great play by one of my favorite writers, Martin McDonough. Never heard of him. He did um, okay. In Bruges and Beauty Queen and Little Night. I love that movie, yeah. In Bruges. 39 Steps, Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Not that into it. It was kind of fun, but it felt like for Broadway it should Half have been. price. Yeah. yeah. Reasons to be pretty. Great. Lowercase. Great. Uh, loved it. Neil Labute, um, not always He's my amazing. favorite, but this play I loved. And um, Next to Normal, overrated. Not that into it. I haven't heard anything about it. Uh, it's the new musical and the and the wife's bipolar and mm-hmm. uh, okay. anyway. And she hits a few screechy notes. It's Alice Ripley, but I was like, pitchy dog. Oh, anyway. really? Yeah. And Well, um, if she took you to the Randy da- Jackson yeah. place, then that's uh, But she's a, good, a great actor, but I, I wasn't that into it. And um, Rooms is a sweet little movie, a two-person off-Broadway thing, but it kind of reminded me of that movie once about okay. the thing. And finally, Jane Fonda, 33 Variations. Oh, I also saw Ruined, which won the Pulitzer, and it was great. But I okay. dropped the playbill in the rain. So it's not going to be Well, this is a box. podcast, so we don't need the playbills. So that, uh, 33 Variations, now that's exciting stuff. Yes. I Jane to, Fonda, I'm obsessed with her. a legend. You're obsessed with I'm obsessed Jane with Jane Fonda? Fonda, and I'll break it down for you. Great. Let's okay. hear it. Um, well, when her autobiography came out a few years ago, I bought it because... Resilience? Of, yeah. No, it was called... Um, my life so audition? far or something audition <laughs> uh i don't know but um are you she, there god it's me jane, jane fonda, fonda. <laughs> exactly <laughs> um so when she did her book tour for that she was like this really cool she really cut the shit and she most celebrities I think the title of her book should be call her up yeah <laughs> with an exclamation <laughs> point with her collar up because she's always got those yeah. starched collars it's that's true, so right gorgeous there in that picture her and candy bergen yeah. Yeah, 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 you yeah. To, you're not gonna see the neck you're no. not gonna see it <laughs> no so i love that it's called i have a neck trust me it's Just, there you're not gonna see it you right. don't need to i'm doing you a favor so Go with god most big stars get more weird and more distant from people disconnected the older they get but right. jay fonda has somehow gotten really real lately and i love it so i bought the autobiography so I go to this thing called the Easter Bonnet Competition. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this? I have. I've been to it. It's really fun. It's a big benefit that the Broadway community does for Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS. Mm-hmm. And all the shows raise money for the cause for six weeks. And then they have a big show where they all do funny sketches and display this Easter Bonnet that they made. Well, their show, 33 Variations, even though it's a straight play, it, was, uh, it raised more money than any of the musicals. They got so right. into it because Jane Fonda was blogging all the time. Well, and, and at the end of the show – for six weeks, Jane Fonda would come out yeah. to the audience and say, I want you to give money. Yeah. I'm Jane Fonda. Get your fucking wallets yeah. out. It's the Easter bonnet time. People. She really got into it. And she yeah. and so and their sketch was phenomenal. So the idea the idea for the sketch was voluntary rehearsal. So it's all the rest of the cast bitching and moaning about what a nightmare Jane Fonda is. And uh, they say that she's meaner than Elaine Stritch and has a shorter fuse than Patti Lapone and she's such a diva and these and that volunteer she's rehearsals. Them, yeah, yeah she's they have to volunteer. Them 
pretend to volunteer for rehearsal. So okay. finally in she breezes in this fur coat carrying her dog that she always has with her. And she's barking orders at everyone. And she's like, here, take the dog. Now sit. And she makes the guy sit. And okay, now it's time for the volunteer rehearsal. Off comes the fur coat. She's in full Jane Fonda unitard. From Jane Fonda workout days. Damn. When that happened, my gay head. Like pastels? No. Like bright red and black. Maroon? She has oh. to play the balcony. Red and black. Wow. Boom. Pop. Leg warmers, the whole thing. I have a little video of it that I taped. Um, and then she Well, you're starts, a technical wizard, so I'm I sure know. this is a great sure quality. Exactly. I'm it's, sure we can up- upload it onto yeah. the uh, website. Exactly. And so <laughs> then out she goes into the middle of the thing. She goes, and we're going to start with arm circles. Come on, people. Dun, and then it's like da 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 because you know the the, the right. plays about Beethoven and they do Jane Fonda workout stuff too. Um, for the Hilarious, Beethoven. amazing! And so she was such a good sport. So I'm in love with her. I went and saw the show. She was great. Um, I saw her. I waited by the stage door and uh, mm-hmm. I said I thought the Easter Bonnet competition was amazing. And she said, Oh, wasn't that fun? And she was very engaging with people and signing autographs. But was it like, Oh, wasn't that fun of me? No, it, it wasn't, wasn't like fun. that. No, her whole thing was she was so proud of the guy that designed the bonnet for them, and All she right. was really about. She has gotten I love super her. cool. I and love her when she was happen? with Ted Turner, and I love her more since she's left him. And she's like, blogging every night, like she's a fourteen-year-old on Facebook. Ugh. And most most celebrities don't want anything to do with anybody else, but she's like, "Hey, took a dump today. It was great. Alan Alda came by." <laughs> Said what smells. Did I you? Uh, no, I don't know. But she's, speaking of celebrities telling too yeah. much, did you, have you seen Nia Vardalis? No, she's everywhere because she lost forty pounds. Really? She was at the Tribeca like film, film festival, festival and she was doing great. the red carpet and telling everyone. And so she's on the cover of a couple magazines this week that you know she lost forty pounds. Um, and she did it. This is what she says: she did it because she broke up with Cheese, and uh, and it's still very painful and very fresh. Uh, and Cheese keeps calling her back and yeah. saying maybe we should just get together for like one night, like a booty call. Right. And she knows what it would lead to and that she's so proud of herself because she broke up with Cheese. And I would just like to say to Nia Vardalis, who lost 40 pounds because she broke up with Cheese, I've lost 12 pounds because I broke up with Eric. So I yeah. just feel like where's my, you know, Red who carpet. am I going to tell that to? This is it. This I'm is just, it. Shane, Shane in New York. That's it. Those are the only people are two listeners. Right. So there you go. So you you do look thinner. You have lost weight. Yeah. Do you attribute it to the breakup? Because sometimes it can go the I other way. Where you want I blame it on him, but I like the compliments. Yeah. So you'll take it. So, so yeah. I resent Kirstie Alley for doing the fat, thin, yo-yo publicity thing again. Well, I feel I like you get her, to do that once. I resent her for being so fucking blonde. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it looks like she ate Pam Anderson. Right. Like, yeah. it's bad. You can't be that – you know what? She thinks she's in hairspray. Yeah. Because she's big, blonde, and beautiful. beautiful. Hey, you got nice teeth in row two. Big, blonde. So, Tony, I have something to show you, a prop. Oh, my gosh. Another prop that our audience can't see. Do you know what that is? Okay, it's I know what it is. It's a plate, and it looks like it's a commemorative plate (laughs) from the Franklin Mint. Would it be part of the... L word collectible plate series. Dennis? That's correct, Tony. What AAA. plate are you holding? I'm holding the Alice plate. She's one of my favorites. Alice mm-hmm. played by Alicia Haley. So when I was trying to get a job on the Big Gay Sketch Show, one of the sketches that I wrote as an audition was a commercial for the L word commemorative plates. And this one lesbian's at a cocktail party, <laughs> and she's so sad. And her friends are like, "What's wrong?" And she goes, "Well." Ever since the L word went off the air, Sunday nights haven't been the same for me. It's dumb, <laughs> I know. And they're like, 
we used to feel that way until we got our L Word commemorative plates. And then it goes from there. So um, I remember you helped me out. You gave me the idea for, and if you act now, you'll get this Pam Greer is Kit gravy boat absolutely free. Absolutely free. So um, a lot of the things that I wrote throughout the season, like all the writers, come and go, and some things get produced and some don't. But the L Word commemorative plates made it all the way to the production. They shot it. That's a it. fine quality. It turned out great. The and art department did great on that. That is a gorgeous prop. I know. Well, and there was a whole set of them. And, well, why um, didn't you take the whole set? Well, because there were a lot of lesbians on the crew. and believe I, oh, I went up to the prop. You're lucky that you got anything? I went up to the prop girl. You had, almost had the gravy like, boat, huh? <laughs> I almost had oh, the gravy shit. boat. And um, I said, you know, I, I wrote that sketch. I'd love a plate. And she was like, okay. And she goes, well, I already took Bet because she's my favorite. I'm like, easy. I'll take I love that. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I created it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I've been licking her. <laughs> so there's that. And uh, I just so know enjoy my, Alice. My hope is that once the sketch airs in 2014, when the show yeah. airs, that there'll be a run on these. Pl- people will really that want you can sell plans. that thing on eBay yeah. for a thousand million dollars. Yeah. But I'm proud of it, Tony. You helped me brainstorm about it, and it became a reality. And now I have the Alice plate to show for it. There were a ton of really, really great sketches that you wrote. Well, thank you. Yeah. So that we'll see, uh, and, and I I got some stuff um, shot and on the air, and I'm excited. It was well, a good, good thing. for you. I can't wait All to see it. What? Uh, well, let's do one last topic, and yes. I think we should talk about Star Trek because it's okay. kind of a phenomenon. It opened this weekend, it's and you've seen it, and I haven't, so I want to. hear I what you think. hate that shit. Okay. I hate the sci-fi. I, we've talked about this before. Right. That you don't like this stuff either. I don't have a fantasy, and chain. yet I still loved this movie. Um, I loved it maybe for different – first of all, it's the most anal film you've ever seen. Every solar system looks like a butthole. Every right. black hole looks like a butthole. Every time one ship, a little tiny ship, flies onto like the master ship, yeah. a butthole opens on the back of the right. master ship and it flies in. Yeah. And then the butthole tightens yeah. back up. Like it's Greetings. I'm from the planet Sphincterine. It is the most sphincteral <laughs> movie yeah. I have ever seen. Right. It really is. Yeah. I was like, was who directed yeah. this? Shishi LaRue? Like, yeah. what is up with this? It's like and Rosebuds in Space. For real. For real. And in the future, the only people that exist are gorgeous models. Okay. Just FYI. Good. Um, and No room for Nia Vardalos. She doesn't matter who she broke up with, but it does not matter. She's not going to make it to the future. And um, Zoe Saldana plays Uhura. Uhura, yeah. is that how you say her name? Right. I don't care. The eyeliner chick. And... She's look, if you've ever watched the DVD extras for the movie Crossroads. Oh, of course. And maybe Shane hasn't, but I'm pretty sure that possibly Gay Jack has. Yes. Let's just leave it at that. Right. Um, so that's fifty percent of our listeners. Uh she's such a bitch in the DVD extras, and I've never met Zoe Saldana. I don't know anyone who does know her, but I believe she's probably a huge bitch. Right. Well, the Star Trek movie really fucking backs me up on it. Right. There's this one scene where she's running through the halls of the uh, Enterprise, and she just, for no reason, just yells at some extra, get out of my way! And that's literally the whole scene. Like, that's the shot. Right. The shot begins with the hallway, her running in it, she yells that, and then it... And I turned to my friend Tom, who is, like, so obsessed with this stuff, and I was like, she thought it was still a camera rehearsal. Like... She didn't know. She she did, did, oh, we're rolling? Oh, shoot. All right, back to one. All right. Print? What do you mean? Now, Moving I, on. I understand there was a written quiz that went with your Star Trek out. Yeah, I don't want to get into all that. My friend yeah. Tom was really excited, and he bought 25 seats to it, and we all, I got an envelope that said Cadet Tripoli when I arrived. That's and cute. We had a test, and you know we had yeah. to answer all these questions. How and, do you flip somebody off like that? You can't, though, really, with the... 
Well, you're so. on a podcast, so you're doing a hand symbol that no one. Yeah, can but you see. all know what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, that that would be very frustrating for me because I love a good trivia quiz and a party game, but I don't know Star Trek at all. Winona so Ryder, be... you know, plays Spock's mother. Okay, and that's not like a spoiler. People know this. Yeah, and... it's a spoiler because it's Winona Ryder. Oh yeah, Spoil exactly because it fucking stinks. Um, and <laughs> she has this costume on, of course, this right. super... and she has this scarf like wrapped over her head and around right. and under one neck. And I also said because since I talk a lot in movies, um which I hate when other people do. Um, I said to Tom, I said, by the way, the costume people didn't even get her that scarf. She just stole it from Barney's on the way right. to the set. Like, you know what I mean? I just really imagine that they were like, oh, that scarf, that wasn't from the costume yeah, department. That, was, wow. Oh, I just had it. It's just a little something I picked up. Yeah. I thought it would be nice yeah. for the character. Is that a, uh electronic device still? Tagged on to that? Oh, yeah. You know, in the future, in the future, people are going to have a lot of – it's going to be very fashionable. Well, it's, just have, it's making something be. Well, it looks that, like a security tag, yeah, but it's yeah. not. It's just – it's a very it's – a, it's a phaser. It's yeah. a scarf with a phaser. It's a phaser. <laughs> so if you need to defend yourself and still be fashionable. Right. Winona Ryder. I right, love whatever. doing skits. I saw a movie oh, at oh, the Tribeca Film sorry. Festival one with more. Winona Ryder, and I hated well, her in it. You hated her in the movie? I don't like – I used to like her, and I think when she got arrested and all that stuff happened, it sort of – Well, she didn't handle it right. She didn't handle it that right. That was an opportunity still, for her to become she more – Yeah. She's still like this mousy little – I don't know. I'm like – She's She's sort of become like the crazy old lady that lives in the house up on the hill yeah, now. She's not a it's, it's just the Hollywood Hills. Yeah. The other funny thing her. with the Star Trek movie – was that even in – there's still, like, racism in the future. Yeah. Because Zoe Saldano, the only black character in the right. whole movie, has this Bluetooth in the entire film. And it's, like, giant, right. this big future Bluetooth in. And that made me laugh. So what are you saying? It's a little blingy? No, because you know how it, it – that's become like a stereotypical African American thing. I that did not know people that. People that, that, that African Americans wear their Bluetooth right. all the time and – that's okay. We should just end there. Anyway, yeah. Zoe Solana's wearing it, and I'm yeah. – me as someone who is so not at all yeah. interested in any racial types of humor, Yeah, um, I just feel like I should champion saying that was bad of you, J.J. Abrams. Right. But it made me laugh. Oh, speaking of wonder kinds, um, did you see Seth MacFarlane on the – He's so, he's so adorable cute. and handsome. And he's an atheist. I'm loving him every second. Yeah. Gosh. But you know what? We can't compare ourselves the podcast, to other people. We're ending the podcast like, oh, we're ending it on that note. Wow. On the, like the working out. Mm. Oh, we'll explain what that story is later. Like, it's really, he's... This was a long podcast. I we know. have to wrap it up. We're wrapping it up. Thanks for listening. Thanking our sponsors now, VanityMark.com. You can get your uh, lip balm there, Dr. Kiss. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. And Clean George. It's a alcohol-free hand sanitizer. Okay. Uh, and I have to tell a story. I'm sorry that we're going to run All long right. because okay. I actually went to American Idol. Idol yeah. the week before last, and I just want to go on record as saying I'm gay, and I don't like Adam Lambert. Yeah, I don't. Okay. I feel like if he's going to look that way and wear those things and sound that way, he should at least saw a woman in half while he's doing it. Right. Right. Can he at least levitate yeah. over the audience right. on the high note Some or doves. Pr produce doves? Right. Something. I just right. feel. But um. But so we went to the taping, and Mandy Moore was also going to the taping. And um, I'm friends with Ryan Seacrest's hair person. Okay. Gay. And so he said, oh, yeah, you know, Mandy Moore's coming. Well, I had just a couple days before read an interview uh, with Mandy Moore because she has a new album coming out that I'm excited to get. And she was interviewed at the 101 Diner here in L.A. And she put on hand sanitizer 
twice during this interviewer. And the interviewer goes, wow, you're really obsessed with hand sanitizer. And she was like, yeah, but I need to find one that doesn't have alcohol in it because I'm hearing that this like Purell, like it's bad, it dries out your hands and it's bad for you. So I'm like, oh my God, my friends make this Clean George and they sponsor the podcast and it's alcohol free. And so I was going to American Idol on the same day that Mandy Moore was going. And so I took a big box of Clean George products to Ryan Seacrest and Mandy Moore and Ryan Seacrest's hair guy. How did you know that Mandy was going to be there? Because the hair, guy? the hair guy told me, oh, you're coming tomorrow. Mandy Moore's coming too. That's a beautiful thing. And I was like, I have to, I have to bring her hand sanitizer. You're working every angle. So there you go. So hopefully yeah. uh, we can get some Clean George. More people should check it out at right. cleanGeorge.com. Totally. And I want to get into Idol, the whole thing. But we can do that in the next Comedy Couch podcast. Yeah, we can talk about the finale. So um, there you go. This has been the Comedy Couch with Dennis Hensley and Tony Trump. Bye. Bye. 